Hello and welcome to another interior design therapy session with B Design. I am Brittany Johnson, the founder of B Design and the creator of Design Your Dream Home, the ultimate guide to the interior design and construction process of your new home. I was on a video chat the other day and before we started the meeting, the client said that it felt like we were in therapy, like sitting together, chatting about life. He didn't know that I've been calling them that <laughs> already. Like he had no idea how right he was. I definitely see the design consultations as therapy sessions. It is therapy for connecting how you feel inside with the space that surrounds you and vice versa. Your home is a big part of your life. It reflects where you've been, what your priorities are, how you approach life, and it sets the tone for your day-to-day, -day, which ultimately shapes your future. So what you surround yourself with is a big deal, and it's worth talking about a lot. I mean, people already talk about interior design and houses, but we're not just discussing paint colors and floor plans. We are talking about how you want to move about your day, the type of activities that you make space and time for, and the life you want to live. It's definitely interior design therapy sessions. So today I want to talk about getting your next home project started. I see a lot of people stuck in the inspiration and dreaming stage, afraid to take the next step into making it a reality. And why? <laughs> well, mainly because the next step requires action outside of sitting on your couch, Pinteresting and organizing mood boards and just dreaming. You know, there is nothing wrong with that phase and it is absolutely necessary. But sometimes we stay there a little too long. We create doubts in our head about why it won't work. We assume it's over budget or not possible for us. You know, we get stuck on details that are way ahead of where we need to be. We spend a lot of time wondering. We've all done it. It's, it's fun, but it's not a great place to stay. And maybe you're thinking, no, I don't do that. Well, have you ever talked yourself out of a bathroom remodel because you couldn't decide what color grout you wanted. Well, if I can't decide on my grout color, how can I decide on anything? Well, you are just randomly thinking about grout. You, you haven't picked anything else. So of course, you don't know what grout color you want. If you have black grout, white grout, it makes a huge difference, but you won't know what to pick until you make other decisions. <laughs> don't worry. Have you ever spent money on like a lackluster update because, you know, I'm only going to do a small project. There's no way we could afford to change anything. I want to say, wait, are you sure? I mean, I totally understand having a budget and just fixing what's necessary, but have you priced anything else out? Have you looked into this project at all? Or are you, or are you just assuming it's out of your, it's out of your realm, out of your budget, out of what's possible for you. When you see inspiration that you like, do you immediately assume, well, my house could never look like that? I hear that from clients a lot and I always say, why not? Why not you? Why can you not have everything that you want? All the inspiration, like the beauty that you see in the world can absolutely be yours. You are worth the life that you are dreaming of. You owe it to yourself to make your dreams come true. That's what dreams are for, and that's the point of life. Like, the dreams in your head are unlike anyone, any other person's dreams. So you should make those happen. They're not for anyone else, and other people's dreams are not for you, but your dream, that's your job to make that happen. You have that dream for a reason. Anyway, that's my own personal 
<laughs> philosophy, but it also goes to interior design. So <laughs> I always like to throw it in there. So anyway, we find ourselves afraid to make a decision. Lost in all the details because we don't really have clear answers. So we just kind of get stuck in this dreaming fantasy stage, whether we don't know how to make the next step, we're afraid to make the next step, whatever it is that is stopping you, in my opinion, the next step is let's find some answers. Let's get some. How do you do that? How do you turn, how do you make a home construction plan out of screenshots and Pinterest boards? You know, that doesn't, it's the inspiration, but you know, how do you make that happen? Well, I am going to show you the way in these four steps. Well, you're going to hear the way in these four steps because I'm talking to you. (laughs) This is also a blog on my website. If you want to read through it and want to reference it again, I will, well, the link is, I don't know how that works, but I'll figure it out. (laughs) Anyway, it's also a blog on my website, so you can come back to it and read it if you just want to come back to one certain part. Anyway, step one, sort through your inspiration. This is where you start. This is the fun part. Go back to all that inspiration, all your Pinterest board, all your screenshots, gather them all together. Look through everything a few times, as many times as you want until you can kind of start to get the overall feeling of what you're trying to accomplish. Um, You know, look for those common themes and styles that, you know, are all your cabinets kind of like this? Are all your paint colors kind of like this? Is it light and bright? Is it neutral? Is it colorful? Is it, you know, just start to feel the similarities, the common theme in your inspiration. And then get rid of any that no longer work or excite you. Like, you will have more than enough inspiration. I've never met anyone who doesn't have enough inspiration. (laughs) So be ruthless. Get rid of anything that you're like, oh, maybe, I don't know. No, only save the stuff that absolutely lights you up because there's plenty to think about. And again, it might look good and work, but it's not what you want. So don't worry about what looks good to everybody else. And if it generally looks good or on trend, like it really has nothing to do with that. Interior design is about you, your house. This is your home. What feels good to you? Because it's different for everyone. So anyway, back to your inspiration, finding that common theme, getting rid of anything that doesn't work anymore. Only keep like Marie Kondo, your inspiration boards. Only keep things that absolutely spark joy. And then take notes on them, whether you edit their names or if it's on Pinterest, you can add notes. Um, you know, about what it is that you like about that image, because it's not always everything. And then you find yourself sitting there looking at something like, why did I even like this? Why am I saving this? And then you delete it. And then later you realize, oh, it was the light that I liked or whatever, you know, so label your pictures. If it's, oh, I love the lights of this one. I love the cabinet color of this one, the general vibe of that one, just whatever it is that speaks to you. The idea is to take away having to think about these things. (laughs) Make it as foolproof as possible so that you understand your vision just from inspiration images. Because the goal of this step is to just get organized and clear about what you want to accomplish. You're not, you don't need to have like a material list of all the details that you want or every material or anything like that. You just need to have an idea of the mission. What is the end goal? You wouldn't believe how many people will go to construction professionals 
to get estimates, whether you're going to a contractor or a designer or an architect, and they really have no idea what they even want. Okay, well, yes, we can help you. That's part of our job, but also you can't just throw everything at the wall and think we're going to sort through that for you. You have to come with your list of priorities and goals. That's how you can move a project forward. So maybe the, the description is I want an updated kitchen with this general type of layout. I'm thinking this cabinet color and lights in this general style. That is as close as you need to be. Like you don't have to have it nailed down, but you need to know that you want an up, you want to update your exterior so that it feels more modern, but is true to the style of the house with low maintenance landscaping similar to this inspiration and X, you know, images XYZ. It doesn't have to be all figured out. It's just gather up the things that describe what you're looking for. <laughs> you know, I like these plants, I like this color. That is what you need. That's that's a construction plan to start with. That's what you bring to a professional because whatever project is that you're working on, the hardest part is clarifying the goal. Once you know where you're going, that is easy. It's it's planning the trip. That's the hard part. Going on vacation is easy. <laughs> well, for most people, if you plan right, right? <laughs> people feel guilty spending time in this phase. So let me shout it out to those in the back. Please listen up. What you want matters. Don't just say, I want to update my kitchen because I want to update my kitchen. That doesn't do anything. If you go through all of this work to end up with a project that does not solve a problem, make your life easier, or just make you happy, what is the point? <laughs> just stay with what you have then. Do not update things just for the sake of updating. Update or change, build, whatever, because you want to make the space more your own. It's okay to want things. It's okay to want your space to look how you want it to look, whatever that means. Step two, start with the biggest aspect of your to-do list or your construction plan that you kind of come up with. You know, I get you, you created your mission and your goal. Now start with the biggest aspect of it and just research it like crazy. Measure your space, tape it on the floor, you know, get estimated pricing, paint samples, anything that will help you move your thoughts forward. These decisions are easier because you have the most vision for them. Like you know you've been dreaming of this kitchen update, you know in general what it wants to look like, you know, because you, you've been focusing on that. You probably don't know all the decisions that go along with that kitchen because you're not thinking about those. Start with the things that you're thinking about because one thing leads to another and it just gets easier as you move forward because one decision informs the next. So. For example, you have a lot of things in your house that you want to tweak, so you're kind of overwhelmed, but ultimately the kitchen is the biggest project. So just in this example, it's not always the biggest project, but for my example and for a lot of people it is. So that's that's why I'm going to use this as my example. But so the goal is a kitchen project. So how I would move this forward would be, so take a rough measurement of your space and a few pictures. So along with that in your inspiration images, go to your ca a local cabinet shop and have them create just a rough plan for you. Pick a few potential finishes um, so that you, you know, you're kind of in the ballpark of the materials that you're looking at, um, but you don't have to spend too much time on it. You know, you do not need every decision to be exactly right in this preliminary estimate because what we're doing is just finding out roughly what is this cost or if your idea will even work. Because maybe your idea is like a total change of your kitchen. 
well, in your head it works, but there's a lot of things that you might not be thinking about. So bring it to a professional and see if it will even work because maybe it won't. And then you can re, you know, move on to your next thing. Once you have that information, now you can make the informed decision on whether you want to move forward or on how to move forward. And don't be afraid to be honest with your salespeople at these showrooms. It's okay to say that you are super early in the process or that you're getting estimates. Most people will respect your fact-finding mission. Most people will appreciate it and that they will hope to get your business when you're ready or that you'll love working with them so much that the project will actually just take off. And if they don't have that mindset, then they are probably not the right place for you. They don't have time to work with you in the beginning I can tell you the service level is not going to be what you want it to be at the end. Also, because you're on a fact-finding mission, you know, be cognizant of their time as well. Again, a basic rough estimate is typically enough to go on until you are actually ready to make those decisions. There is no need to waste anyone's time on details that will probably change. This initial estimate and meeting is just to decide, yes, we can afford this, let's keep moving forward, or no, it's so far out of our budget, you know, we need to rethink this. That is all, like that's where we're at. And then this step will take you to the next step. So that's where you are, step number two. And then the next step, so step three, would be to find the right professional for your biggest job. And then they will start you down this path and usually have all kinds of people to help you with. So I'm going back to the kitchen remod- or remodeling your kitchen example. Step three, to me, that would mean heading back to your favorite cabinet maker or showroom. You know, maybe you tried a few different ones out in the original fact-finding mission. Now you pick the one you want to work with, and these are your people now. So you look at the original concept, go back to your original concept, make adjustments as necessary. You know, did your idea actually work? If not, how can you change it? Did you, were you able to fit all the things that you wanted to in your kitchen or in this space? Do you need to move a wall now or add a window? Um, You know, is it as big as you thought it was going to be or as small as you were afraid of? So work through your options until it's exactly right for you. So, and then with the pricing and drawings in hand, now you have time to fine tune your design. How much do you need that fancy hood? You know, is it worth it for... $500. How committed are you to that coffee bar when it takes over, when that means you have less space for your island? Or, you know, there is a negotiation and compromise in every design and it's just finding the right balance. These are the discussions that matter and they are a lot easier now that you have all this information. So back to where we started when we were arguing and worrying about You know, it's fun to go back and think about what we were worried about at the beginning of a project versus what we're worried about at the end of the project. (laughs) They're usually very different. So that's something to think about too. But now we can have informed conversations and make real decisions uh, with pricing and availability and time and, and what it actually means to us. So you can make much easier decisions because... There's way more information behind it. And also, let me tell you that every project changes. And a lot of them don't even move forward. So don't feel like you have to have everything figured out before you seek out your professional. You know, it's it's very normal that people come in and have to work through some designs or that they have to go back to the drawing board and think about it for a couple more months or come back with a different budget or 
next year when lumber prices aren't so crazy or whatever it is. It's very normal for projects to either get drawn out or not happen. So don't feel like you need to wait until everything's exactly right to start talking to professionals. And then again, now that you have this plan with your cabinet maker, that informs what else you need to do in your project. Are there walls moving or new flooring or changing electrical, moving plumbing? Now you have your next steps to keep this project moving forward. That brings you to step number four, following the golden trail of subcontractors. You know, once you find professionals that you like working with, look to them for your other recommendations. They are working next to other tradespeople every day and can usually speak to their work style, cleanliness, follow-up. Like, it takes a village to build a home and everyone has people they prefer working with. So if you hire your cabinet company and you really like them, they're you know relatively local, they will probably have recommendations for people who can move a wall for you or electricians they like to use or plumbers they like to use or that they have worked with before and have enjoyed. You know, the process has gone smooth. It's not necessarily like we're all friends, but you know you can count on them when you need them to because a plumber holding up a kitchen remodel affects the cabinet maker or, you know, we all rely on each other. So we all like to work with people who work in whatever way it is that we work. So if you find someone you like, continue or ask them for recommendations. I will often ask for recommendations on products and companies and installs as well. Not necessarily like, oh, do you like this tile? Side note, I do not ever ask that. (laughs) Do you like this? Why? Why would you ask that to just a random person unless you're ready to get their answer? They might not. (laughs) So anyway, no. I ask questions like, have you installed this pattern before? Or are there any issues that I should be aware of? Have you had any warranty or repair issues with this faucet or manufacturer? Installers often have very strong opinions. And rightfully so, because they, they are the ones dealing with it. They see the reoccurring issues the companies that are a pain to deal with and the ones that are great. And it's sad that I have to say this, but we all should go with great when we can. That is not always necessarily the case, but go with great every time you can in any aspect of your life. (laughs) This is a perfect example. This is the perfect time for me to use this example. I was working on my own house flip and I learned this very lesson really quick. (laughs) The first person I hired, he was more of a handyman and he was not great. He was the kind of person you hire like if you need a quick fix and you don't really care if it's done right. Um, And he recommended the plumber. By the time that I realized that I didn't like the handyman and the way he was working, I was already working with his recommended plumber, who I also now was not fond of for reasons of his own. Um, So there was all of that. And then I, so I got a recommendation from an electrician from somewhere else. And he was everything I was hoping for. Like awesome person to work with, clean, did it right, had recommendations for me to save money or ways to save time, money, all that sort of thing. He was looking out for my project. And um, so when talking to him later, I asked, you know, did you know the plumber? Do you know this plumber? Uh, What do you think of him and that sort of thing? And because we'd gotten to know each other a little bit by now, he said, yeah, uh, he has worked with that plumber before and he would not have recommended him. 
the plumber was notoriously behind, messy, and yeah, he tried to take off with like a whole haul of huge copper pipes out of my wall, which I was taking out, but he was just like acting like he was doing me a favor of disposing of all these copper pipes. <laughs> and it was like, no, no, no. This was the height of copper pricing. This is when people were like ripping wires out of houses for the tiny amount of copper that was in it. And he took like 300 pounds of copper out of my house and wasn't going to give me any money for that. No. Future recommendations were always from <laughs> future recommendations from my now favorite electrician were always spot on because he expected the tradespeople around him to operate at his level of craftsmanship. Craftsmanship, excuse me. <laughs> and I should have known. I knew, I mean, I'm not surprised. I knew he was my kind of person from the beginning because I ran into him at one of my favorite little hole in the wall Mexican restaurants shortly after our initial meeting. Like, you don't really run into a lot of people there. And then, boom, there we both were. So he is a man with good taste, and I knew we were on the same page. Back to the original goal of this <laughs> podcast. Um, in the world of technology and service, there is no need to wonder. If you have a dream and you think maybe you want to make it happen, spend a little time figuring it out. It, maybe it won't work out. And maybe it will. Maybe you can make your dream come true. Why not do a little research and see if it's possible? Take yourself, get off the couch and make that dream super real. And if it's not, you know, if it doesn't work out, now you have freed up the space for your next dream. Get busy applying your energy to projects that are going to move forward. <laughs> we all are busy. Stop worrying about things that aren't going to happen. And if this all seems way too simple to be possible, like, you know, that would never work like that for you. And you don't, I, well, I know that it would, but if you don't feel like you can make it happen on your own, I am here to walk with you every step of the way that you need. That's what my interior design therapy sessions are. That is what a session is with me going through this process, basically clarifying your goals, creating action, create an action plan for your home project, and then answering all your questions until you feel confident that you can do this because you absolutely can. And this is your space, your dream, and your project. And I am just here to guide you through this interior design and construction process, helping you turn that dream into a reality. That is my job. I love my job. So please book a session today and I would love to help you with this process. And if you are able to go through it on your own and make those dreams come true, I would love to see it. Please show me. Please tell me about applying these steps and making it happen because I know each and every one of you can absolutely do it. So have an awesome day today. Stay awesome yourself because you already are and just make those dreams come true. Mm -hmm.